Welcome to Secrets to Victorious Living Podcast. This is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. I'm Lucia Claiborne. Thank you for joining me today as we discover God's secrets to help you overcome life's challenges. This will help you become victorious in every area of your life. Today's your day to start walking in and experiencing a greater level of victory. Thank you for joining me today as I continue the series, Who I Am in Christ, Am I Righteous or a Sinner Saved by Grace? As we begin, I'd like to remind you that in the first session, I shared that when you ask Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, you become a new creature in Christ, one that has never existed before, and you're made the righteousness of God, which means that you're in right standing with Him. In the second session, I shared that there's nothing wrong with knowing that you're entitled to receive good things from God and that you have power to overcome the enemy's tactics. And if you want more information, I just invite you to go back and listen to those two sessions. Today, I want to share with you how to develop a righteousness consciousness. The greatest blessing of salvation when you become a new creature is that you are made righteous, which is the ability to stand in the presence of Father God without the sense of guilt, condemnation, or inferiority. It is as though sin has never existed in your life. Now, if you're like me, you have been well aware of your sins and the areas you have fallen short of God's glory when you go into ask God for anything that your heart desires. You know, the devil is quick to remind you of your shortcomings. However, there comes a time that we need to awake to righteousness, according to 1 Corinthians 15, 34. It says, Think carefully about what is right and stop sinning. For to your shame, I say that some of you don't know God at all. You know, when we focus on a righteousness consciousness, we have a victory consciousness in Christ. When I began learning about righteousness, one of my favorite verses to help me focus my mind on the right things was Philippians 4.8, which says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure, and lovely, and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. So I had to change what I was thinking on. I had to think about or meditate on what the Word says about my right standing with God. I would meditate on the truth that righteousness is the object of our redemption, and that we don't honor our rightful place as sons or daughters if we don't take our place of righteousness. Sonship would be worthless without righteousness. We would be cowards. you know. And cowards simply means a person who is scared or easily intimidated. We don't want to be cowards. Instead, we want to be sons and daughters who are loved by Father God. When we realize that we're children of a loving Father and we have right standing with Him, our prayers begin to work. 1 Peter 3.12 says, The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right, and His ears are open to their prayers. 
but the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. And James 5.16 says to confess our sins to each other and pray for each other so that we may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. How do we develop a righteous consciousness? That's a question I've asked myself several times. Finally, I went to the Word and I looked at some foundational scriptures that helped me understand what that meant. So today, I want to share those with you. I'll be reading from the New Living Translation today, and I'm going to start in 2 Corinthians 5:17 through 21. It says, This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, and new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God, who brought us back to Himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to Him. For God was in Christ, reconciling the world to Himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And He gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So, we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making His appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, Come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Romans 5.17-19 says, For the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and His gift of righteousness. For all who receive it will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. Yes, Adam's one sin brings condemnation for everyone. But Christ's one act of righteousness brings a right relationship with God and His new life for everyone. Because one person disobeyed God, many became sinners. But because one person obeyed God, many will be made righteous. John seventeen twenty and verse 23 says, I am praying not only for these disciples, but also for all who will ever believe in me through their message. I am in them, and you are in me. May they experience such perfect unity that the world will know that you sent me and that you love them as much as you love me. That was Jesus speaking. And the last foundational verse for developing a righteousness consciousness that I focused on is 2 Corinthians 6.14. It says, Don't team up with those who are unbelievers. How can righteousness be a partner with wickedness? How can light live with darkness? 1 Corinthians 1.30 says, God has united you with Christ Jesus. For our benefit, God made him to be wisdom itself. Christ made us right with God. He made us pure and holy, and he freed us from sin. So, in looking at these scriptures, we see by faith 
We accept Jesus' sacrifice and God accepts us as though sin had never happened. Isn't that wonderful? As a born-again child of God, we must come to the realization that we have complete and total access to the ministry of Jesus Christ, the complete ministry of Holy Spirit, and everything that Father God has for us, according to John 16, 13 through 15, which says, When the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on His own, but will tell you what He has heard. He will tell you about the future. He will bring me glory by telling you whatever He receives from me. All that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said, The Spirit will tell you whatever He receives from me. To develop a righteousness consciousness, you have to wake up to righteousness. 1 Corinthians 15.34 says, Think carefully about what is right and stop sinning. For to your shame, I say that some of you don't know God at all. You know, from these verses, you can understand that you are made right with God when you are born again because of Jesus' shed blood on the cross. He paid the price for us to be righteous. So our struggle is over. He has already given us the victory. We just need to receive it. 1 John 4, 4 says, But you belong to God, my dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the spirit who lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. I like walking in victory every day. And I like reminding the devil he's defeated in every area of my life every day. Now, when you get an understanding of grace, it will make you want to be a better person. The law or the rules of do's and don'ts simply empower sin in your life. You know, have you ever been told, don't do this, or don't eat that, or don't touch that, and the first thing you want to do is eat it, touch it, smell it. You want to do just the opposite. When we get a revelation of grace, we simply don't desire to sin anymore. That desire goes away when, when we realize how good God is to us. You know, I want to remind you that there's nothing that you can do to make God love you any more than what He does right now. And there's nothing that you can do to make Him love you any less than He does right now. You are His favorite child just because you are you. He's not mad at you. He's mad about you. He loves you dearly. And if you were the only person on earth, He would have still sent His Son, Jesus, to die for you so that you could have a relationship with Him. As you study righteousness out and you learn and lean into your gift of righteousness, it is a spiritual activity that causes you to grow up spiritually. Ephesians 4.15 tells us that we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of His body, the church. The last verse I'd like us to look at today as we are developing our righteousness consciousness is Isaiah 32.17. It reads, And this righteousness will bring peace. Yes, it will bring quietness and confidence forever. 
Now, as we wrap up this week's podcast, you can see from this verse that if you want to be full of peace, live a quiet, settled life, full of confidence in who you are and the covenant you have with God, simply meditate on the truth that you are the righteousness of God, which means you are in right standing with Him. I invite you to join me again next time as I finish discussing who I am in Christ. If you would like more information to discover who you are in Christ, I invite you to get my Who I Am in Christ ebook that you'll find at my website at luciaclayborn.com.